you had a friend that was trying to set you up with someone and you asked, so what are they like? And they said, well, they're nice. I'll bet you thought, oh my God, they're ugly. And they were like, oh no, they're really nice. And you thought, oh my gosh, they're really ugly, right? If we're honest with ourselves, that's what we thought. Welcome to Diversity Dish, where we're dishing on everything diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice related. My name is Sidrola Maruska, and we're bridging the gap between what needs to be said and what needs to be heard. Those individual experiences that are often ignored or simply dismissed. Sometimes I'm dining alone, sometimes I'm dining with friends, and sometimes I'm dining a la carte. No matter how I'm dining, it promises to be delicious. Let's dig in. I was sitting at my desk contemplating how to explain to a leader in a business what's lacking in their business. It's something that I do every so often as I'm trying to succinctly help companies, business owners, business leaders understand the role that they play and that they need to play and how it needs to work in order for them to move forward in their desire to be more equitable, more inclusive, and more anti-racist. So anyway, as sitting at my desk contemplating this, when a message comes through my phone that says, please send a title and a blurb for your talk on April 24th. I am the lay pastor at our local Unitarian Church. And I knew that I was supposed to send this information, but it always slips my mind. And so when this came through, and of course, I'm working on work, trying to pull together information to help leaders understand something. The first thing that comes to my mind is, don't be nice. Don't be nice. That was the title of my talk. So I sent that title and a quick blurb. And to be honest, I had no idea how I was going to back that up in a full-fledged talk. But I knew that it was an important message, not just for business leaders, but for people in general, people who are out here working to be more equitable, more inclusive, more anti-racist, who want to make a difference in their communities. The phrase, don't be nice, it goes completely against what we've all been taught, what we've learned, what we teach our children, I mean, nice is our default, right? Especially as parents, we understand that. What do we say to our children when they're doing something? We say, oh, that's not nice. We say, be nice. We say, play nice. But what does it mean? Somewhere in the way back of our minds, we know we've just never verbalized it. Let's think back about that time when you had a friend that was trying to set you up with someone 
and you asked, so what are they like? And they said, well, they're nice. I'll bet you thought, oh my God, they're ugly. And they were like, oh no, they're really nice. And you thought, oh my gosh, they're really ugly, right? If we're honest with ourselves, that's what we thought. Why? Because nice is ambiguous. Nice doesn't give us any information that we can really and truly latch onto. It's just, well, nice. And in the back of our minds, we know nice can mean unpleasant things. I want to talk to you today about why nice isn't what we want. Kindness is what we want. No, they're not the same thing. And I know I can hear you, your brain going through the motions like, isn't that the same thing, nice and kind? No, they're actually not the same thing. I could say that it depends on the tone that we're using when we're talking. Oh, that's nice. Versus, oh, that's nice. But it only works that way sometimes. According to Merriam-Webster, which, by the way, is my favorite online dictionary, nice has a few meanings. There are words that are associated with nice. And as I read them, I would like for you to resonate, to think about how they resonate with you. And if, yeah, you can go, yeah, that's nice, polite, kind, pleasing, agreeable, appropriate, fitting, socially acceptable, virtuous respectable. Do those sound just about right to you when we're talking about nice? We all know when we're being niced. I'm not sure that that's a real word, but you know what I mean. Sometimes we get niced to the point of exhaustion where we know what it feels like when someone is simply going through the motions with no heart in the process. Traditionally, especially in our culture, we use nice as a filler word because it's acceptable. But if you ask me, nice is equal to tolerance and no one likes to be tolerated. So we're going to leave nice alone for now and we're going to move on to kind. Kind is the thing I most want to be. It's the thing that I love to encounter in other people, and it's not being nice. Although there is an element of nice in kindness, being kind goes deeper, way beyond the surface, into the heart of things. So let's go back to that time that you were being set up. If when you asked your friend, so what are they like? They said, they're kind. How would that make you feel? Would you perk up a little bit more? I think I would perk up a little bit more. 
Hey, thanks for listening. My name is Sidrola Maruska, and I help entrepreneurs and small businesses go from mediocre to magnificent by transforming their cultures to be more equitable and inclusive. To find out how we can work together, go to diversitydish.com, where you'll find my consulting, coaching, and speaker information. Diversitydish.com. I look forward to working with you. What if they said they're really kind? I would definitely be intrigued because it wouldn't be ambiguous. It would feel a lot different. We understand kindness intuitively, just like we understand nice. Kindness is actually how we connect with people with whom we don't share the same language. Niceness doesn't connect. Kindness connects. So I'm going to read some words to you that have been associated with kindness. And again, I want you to consider and think about how they resonate for you. Sympathetic, helpful, gentle, affectionate, loving, attentive, considerate, thoughtful. Consider this. When I was reading the list of words associated with nice, kind showed up. But nowhere in the list of words associated with being kind does nice show up. So when you look at those two lists of words, when you listen to those two lists of words, and feel free to go back to listen to the words associated with nice, and then again, the words associated with kind, you'll realize And I think it becomes clear why I think that business leaders, anyone involved in this work, does not need to be nice. At least I hope it makes sense. Yes, there is a time and place for everything. And being nice does have its place. However, when you're trying to really relate to people, When you're working to create an an equitable and inclusive and truly anti-racist organization, culture, community, it's not enough to be nice because again, nice exudes tolerance. It's more important to be kind, to be sympathetic, to be helpful, to be gentle, to be affectionate, to be loving, attentive, considerate, and thoughtful. Don't be nice. We all intuitively know and feel the difference between niceness and kindness. Niceness is, you dropped something. Kindness is, here, you dropped this. Niceness is, would you like to sit down? Kindness is, here, take my seat. It's a difference between saying something because it sounds appropriate and it seems appropriate and doing something because your heart compels you to do it. The first time I took my children to New York with me, my son 
he decided long before we went that he didn't like cities. We'd been to Boston and he just thought cities were smelly, busy, and a lot of homeless people. And, and it really bothered him. I took him to the city and we traveled around. We took taxis. We took the subway. We took the train. We took the ferry. And not having been in the city for a long time, I from New York, shout out to New Yorkers, I love New York, but I hadn't lived in the city for a long time, so I needed some direction. And every time I asked someone, I reached out to someone and said, excuse me, they were more than willing to help me, which I knew to be the case because I was a New Yorker and I knew that I could ask a New Yorker for help and know that they would be helpful. And many went out of their way, not just to tell us, but to show us, to walk with us, to make sure that we were okay in our travels. Got on the subway and it was a full subway car and the gentleman got up out of his seat and he said, please sit down. I was grateful. And through the whole thing, my son was watching, basically taking mental note of how life in the city works. By the time we were driving home back to our country home, my son said, you know, mom, the city is not so bad. You know what changed his mind? It was the kindness of people. Not the niceness, the kindness. What he saw actively happening. As an equity, inclusion, and diversity consultant, I encounter a lot of nice people who make up nice companies. People and places that are polite, pleasing, agreeable, appropriate, fitting, socially acceptable, virtuous, and respectable. People and places that I often feel lack heart. Because niceness lacks heart. The only way to know if you're being nice or kind is through self-examination and also through seeing how what you're doing impacts someone else. It's important to take the time to examine and determine if what you're projecting is what you truly want to project in the moment at that time to those with whom you are interacting. As we want to build businesses, companies, teams that are more equitable and inclusive, let's remember to lead with heart. Lead with kindness. Allow the mind to rest. Allow the, the expected, the pleasing, the agreeable, the appropriate to rest and lead with heart. Are you going to make mistakes? <laughs> Absolutely. But mistakes are where we grow. If we never make mistakes, if we never fell off the bike, we would never have learned to ride it. If we never fell down when we started walking, we would have never learned to walk. We have 
to make mistakes in order to grow, in order to learn. One last thing. Let's all stop blocking the flow of kindness. There's this thing that we do when we're offered kindness. We reject it. It could be for many reasons. One of them being out of niceness, out of appropriateness. If someone offers something in kindness, just like the gentleman who offered me his seat in the subway, instead of saying, no, 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 I can't take your seat, I said, thank you, I appreciate it, and I sat down. But we're more inclined to say no when people are working to be kind than we are to say yes, thank you, I appreciate it. Let's normalize graciously accepting kindness. And then if we feel the urge, paying it forward. So as leaders, team leaders, business leaders, organizational leaders, let's normalize giving kindness and receiving kindness. Because kindness is actually the first step in learning to being a more equitable, a more inclusive, and a more anti-racist organization. Let's normalize kindness so that we can actually move forward into other areas that need our help. Hey, did you enjoy that episode? If so, please leave a review. It would mean the world, but only if it's a good one and you really did enjoy it. In which case, it would be awesome if you help support my work over at patreon.com backslash Cedrola Maruska. And finally, before you go, don't forget diversitydish.com. I'd love to work with you. See you soon.